Hey everyone, welcome to episode 134 of the Twim Show. This is your host, Shazid Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of November 7th through 11th. 2022 also remember that november 11th was veterans day which basically means uh this was a short week and you know there wasn't many um, changes in the you know digital marketing space anyway let's jump in first of all i want to share with you that there have been five vulnerabilities being reported slash discovered or discovered slash reported in woocommerce WordPress plugins. So if you are a business marketing, um, sorry, if you're a digital marketing professional or if you are someone who has WooCommerce running on your website using WordPress because WooCommerce is very popular between amongst um, WordPress uh, site owners who have e-commerce sites, they, <coughs> then you should be aware of this. And the best thing for you to do is just go ahead and upgrade your plugin to the latest and greatest uh, you know WooCommerce version now that's across the board and obviously you want to uh, you want to test before you roll out the update because sometimes in the updates do have um, you know unintended consequences now the five plugins that are affected are advanced order export for WooCommerce advanced dynamic pricing for WooCommerce advanced uh, coupons for WooCommerce coupon plugin WooCommerce dropshipping by OPMC and role-based pricing for WooCommerce. Now, if you use any of five of these that I just listed out, go ahead and definitely update. And even if you don't use these five, but you have other WooCommerce plugins or any plugins that's out of date, you want to update it. But again, it's always a good idea to test it in a lower environment, like a staging or something like that, before you apply it, because you want to make sure that it doesn't affect somehow or the other. Usually it's relatively safe, but you can never be too sure. Now, moving on, the next thing is um, Instagram now allows you to, uh, what does it do? It allows you to schedule posts and reels up to 75 days in advance directly from the mobile app. Now, the caveat is that you need to have a professional account, uh, professional Instagram account. And, you know, previously, obviously, this wasn't available. You need to use a third-party tool such as Hootsuite or all the other tools out there or you have to use the desktop meta business suite or creator studio and whatever they call it i do not use any of these tools my va would probably know this but i just wanted to uh, bring it to you that you know it's natively possible how does this help you i do not know if you're publishing to multiple places whether you know you have the post created now you have to send it to linkedin tiktok instagram and whatnot then obviously this doesn't really help but if you are only uh, instagram only um you know shop maybe this will be helpful anyway moving forward uh, talking about tiktok tiktok is testing tiktok shop right i think there's ttt in there ttts uh, so you know tiktok has been testing tiktok shop in the last uh, few months in other places like uk and seven other countries in southeast asia uh, tiktok shop is basically something instagram had tried instagram shop which is basically you know you'll see a product you click on it you check out directly from tiktok you don't have to uh, leave the tiktok platform itself now this is a beta testing uh, closed beta what this means is that TikTok will have to invite you to uh, for you to have a TikTok shop. Now, uh, with the way things are moving, I'm pretty sure this is going to expand in the future. But for now, 
just keep in mind that TikTok shop might be coming down your way. Nothing really out there, but I wanted to bring it up because TikTok has been growing in popularity and maybe TikTok will be successful where YouTube and Instagram failed. Talking about YouTube, uh, YouTube now allows you to control how many times your ad is shown. They call this feature is called frequency target frequency. It's basically it's a very simple feature uh, where you know you can say, hey, I don't want to show my ad to more than uh, Sajid more than five times in a week, right? And Google has basically reported a shown a st case study. Obviously, they funded it with Nielsen that says, you know, on TV, if you show your ad more than six times to the same user, it reaches a point of diminishing return, right? So Google is saying, hey, you, you can set your frequency and we're going to basically take in charge of showing your ad to the person and we will basically make sure that, you know, your ad is not uh, shown to the same person uh, beyond a certain point, beyond the threshold that you set and thereby, you know, saving you some dollars. Check it out. It's helpful. I like it because oftentimes, you know, I'll get bombarded by the same ads again and again. And obviously, I don't convert. So I don't know why they're showing me. But again, other times, maybe they will show me, show me, show me, show me. Then I will eventually say, you know, hey, it's been a while. Let me go get it. I don't know. It's, there is a pluses, pluses to every negatives. There are negative pros to cons, cons to net, pros. You decide what's best for your business. The other thing is that uh, Google's ad uh, reach planner uh, now allows you to plan a YouTube video action campaign. The reach planner basically makes it easier for advertisers to plan for conversions, views, reach, impression-based metrics. You know, it's good. It's a good tool to use to kind of decide, you know, hey, if you're starting up a campaign and you don't have any budgets, you could kind of give you a rule of thumb saying, you know what, if I'm spending $100, this is how far I'm going to go. And from there, you can actually do all the other stuff. Uh, so with that, what I will say is if you're into YouTube advertisement, this would be kind of somewhat helpful uh, because now you don't have to you know, plan and then go in and restart the whole campaign from that planner. You can just start a campaign. Moving on from campaigns to the SEO front, uh, Google will not ding you if you redirect from HTTP to HTTPS. Basically, your uh, page rank uh, signals will be called. Uh, will be transferred over. Uh, the question was asked to, uh, jo uh, John Mueller of Google, which is Google's you know representative in the uh, in the world. Uh, I call it this world. Is that hey you know if I have a business if I have a client who didn't bother buying SSL certificates for all site but did set up redirects when they migrated. So now they have you know obviously the site was indexed with HTTP. Now they have moved to HTTPS. Will they lose ranking? Will they lose indexing? Or will and you know will Google just you know say you know what it's the same site it's just HTTP to HTTPS and since the redirects are set we will just you know uh, transfer over the um, SEO page rank. And Google's uh, John Miller says, yeah, that's fine. That's what we prefer. So that's a very simple answer to a long question, right? Next up is, uh, you know, oftentimes, and I, we also get this for Market and Grow, is that we will oftentimes see uh, reports from Google from our search console reports saying, you know, this page is not mobile friendly. You have to update this page or this is not indexable, things like that, blah, blah, blah. So a user asked John Miller, hey, I got a report that my mobile, uh, you know, obviously my, my site was, the Search Console flagged my mobile site. I fixed it, but I still do not get ranked, right? Why is that? Well, John is saying, look, 
just because you fixed it doesn't necessarily mean you'll rank. Your site will get indexed and rank. By fixing it, what it helps is Google ability, the Google's crawler's ability to recrawl your website quickly and faster, right? So when Google crawl Google crawler comes to your website, it finds something that's out of out of whack or it's not expecting, it will send out a you know message on search console. Now, just because you fix it doesn't necessarily mean an indication like, you know, hey, now we're going to index your site or now we will rank your site, right? For that, what you need to do is you need to look at the quality writers guidelines. By the way, this is a, a link to the PDF. It's a 167-page PDF. Uh, it's in the embedded in the show notes, so make sure you check the show notes. The, to get the show notes, go to twimshow, T-W-I-M show dot substack dot com. That uh, we've been started. I have started to publish the show notes on Substack now. So make sure you follow the quality raters guidelines and make sure your site is an object. Uh, you know, it's a site. Uh, it's an objective. It's an objective site. It's a good quality site, and only then we will rank. Pretty helpful yet unhelpful, right? It's a 167 page that you have to read and you have to figure out. Now, on the show notes page, I'm also going to put a link to a document that Google has recently published. Uh, it's called Creating Helpful, Reliable People First Content. This was something we have covered it in our show in the past. Go ahead and check it out. Maybe you should start there and figure out, okay, guidelines. Because the, the point here is that, folks, just because your site is indexed doesn't mean it will show up and just because search console is saying there's some issues on your site doesn't mean you know you will be indexed and ranked right so for that you need to follow these two guidelines and then it will help you and this is where you know the seo the good seo professionals come into play talking about which uh again this is segues right into this whole thing and this is something i did not make it up it's like saying now john miller reminded me look Search is never guaranteed. What that basically means is that just because, you know, and I touched on this in a previous update, is that just because, you know, a site crawler is coming to your site doesn't mean your contact will be, uh, content will be indexed, right? For that, you need to actually write good quality content. And you will be like, Sajid, you are repeating the same thing again and again. I'm like, yes, quality of content matters. Because what happened in this case is like this guy was saying, look, uh, I am publishing content and another website is republishing my content and that website is getting indexed and showing up versus my website is and is it okay for me to bypass all these things and brute force the indexing API to index my website. So, right, That was the whole question to John Mueller and John Mueller said, look, forget about all these things. First of all, the indexing API is for content such as you know live stream or job posting. It's not for using your website to index, number one. Number two is like, you know, find ways to make your website more valuable, which basically increases the likelihood of Google indexing your pages quickly, right? Um, because like they say, search is not guaranteed, right? You know, you need to have a high company, high quality, unique compelling uh, information that is not published elsewhere. This is uh, what they say, be you, everyone else is taken. Okay. Next up is along the same themes. Uh, it's like 
John is saying, look, create good category pages. Now, what are category page? A category page is basically the bridge between your homepage and your product pages. So let's say you have an e-commerce website and you sell girls uh, shoes and boys shoes, right? So you don't wanna go from the homepage into a listing of all the type of shoes you sell. You wanna go to a category page, homepage to boys shoes and list of, and show all the boys shoes homepage, girl shoes, and all the girl shoes. So what John Miller is saying that, you know, you should definitely use good type, good category pages. Uh, that is informative, that has information, things like that. Verse says the question was, you know, should I create category pages or should I index my internal, um, uh, you know, in, should I index our internal search results page? Right? What is internal search results page? The internal search results page is like, you know, again, you go to like, you know, myshoes.com say that's your site name and obviously you have a search box on your site and you say boy shoes and you know and you search that and it gives you a result of all the boy shoes john miller is saying don't do that right don't do that don't index that page because if you do that you're going to get into trouble you're going to have spam and things like that what you want to do is instead of going from a home page search and search results page and indexing that try to create a home page category page and then all the products in that category I hope this helps. Uh, this kind of goes to show how important it is for you to plan and effectively do SEO ahead of time before you even start designing your site. Think about SEO first. Now, the other thing, uh, the last one is, question was, in the, hey, John, uh, how do I handle negative SEO attacks? Now, what are ne negative SEO attacks? Negative SEO attacks is like, you know, so again, your website, myshoes.com, your competitor doesn't like you showing up all online all the time and then they decide you know what to harm you we are going to go ahead and put myshoes.com in all the different types of you know spammy sites porn sites things like that to kind of screw you screw you with your rankings right and john is saying you know don't worry about it right just ignore it because first of all if they were competent enough uh, they would they will not build links for you and since they're incompetent, they're gonna go into all these crappy sites and try to do that. And by now, Google already knows that any, anything that put up, anything that you put up on this, all these porn sites and all these things um, are not valuable. So we just ignore it. So it doesn't really help. However, if you're really worried about it and you're losing sleep when you should not be, you can use the disavow tool. The disavow tool, what you can do is you can take all these links that you find in all the spammy porn sites uh, referring back to your website and submit it to Google, say, hey, Google, these are not my URL, it's somewhere there, someone did it without my knowledge and things like that. Now, that's a manual task. If you really want to do it, do it. If it helps you to sleep better, do it. If not, John Miller is saying, you know, don't worry about it, you know. We will take care of it and off you go. And if, if you ask me personally, I would say if you have the bandwidth, please do, go do the disavow thing. It's, it's worth it. Okay, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. Until next week, take care, bye-bye.